The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and the topic... Today is the psychology of sustainable success. And, and as we've talked about in the past, success is a choice, and so is failure. Failure is a decision, and you can't fail unless you actually consent to it. And I'm not talking about the temporary defeats that we all experience, uh, because failure is only temporary if you don't let it stop you. If you continue to move forward, it was just a stepping stone. It was a, it was a learning point. Because it's a part of the formula for sustainable success. And the moment you say, I can't, you're absolutely right. And as a matter of fact, the moment you say, I can, you're right. And one of the the best tools I I think my mom was able to give me, she wasn't able to give me much. We grew up uh, in a really rough environment. But she would never allow me to use the word can't. The only way I could use the word can't was if I took the T off of it, which meant I can. And that's how I've tried to run my life. And and my goal on every show is to help you in your quest to be the best in sales, in business, and in life. And I have a return guest to help me help you. And this is Dr. Jomo Cousins. We did a show back in May, and it it was called Check Up from the Neck Up. And let me tell you about Dr. Cousins. Jomo Cousins is currently a pastor of one of the the fastest-growing churches in Tampa, Florida. Uh, He's a stimulating and motivational speaker, accomplished corporate trainer, and a passionate champion of coaching in his past life in the workplace. His extensive background as an investor, former real estate agent, athlete, coach, author, and business owner has facilitated organizations in revolutionizing corporate coaching by offering the most advanced research-driven services in the industry. His personal philosophy is for people to maximize their leverage in life, in work, and in life. Jomo was drafted to the NFL from Florida A&M University, where he earned a degree in business economics. And while in the NFL, he had the unique experience of working with other professionals that possessed the same amazing work ethic, self-motivation, and dedication that he has. And Jomo uses these same qualities to inspire and motivate his audiences to ensure that they take their business, their life, to the highest level of success, and Jomo, welcome back to the show. Well, my brother, I appreciate uh, that incredible intro. I just want to thank you again for this opportunity to 
to be back on the show. And I just want to applaud you for your wisdom and your insight because I don't know, uh, many times we don't understand how much of yourself that you give in this information on this show. Uh, people pay thousands of dollars to get this information and revelation, and you give it away. And I just applaud you for that because I remember a great statement you mentioned to me a while back. If you can make a difference in people's lives, the money will follow. And every now and then when I get off course, I always go back to that, uh, that statement of truth, and it's been so consistent if you can make a difference. So I just thank you for, for being a difference maker, a rainmaker, a life changer, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Well, hey, I appreciate that, Jomo, and and likewise, I, I learned as much from you. I mean, just stimulating conversation, and basically what we're going to do is what we do probably at least two times a week, but we're going to now do it with our audience. We're going to have the conversations we have about life and about success, and they're going to get a chance to listen in. And, you know, we, we're talking about sustainable success because in your profession, uh, in the NFL, and in business, and we've all seen it. I've seen it in sales. I've seen it in business. I've seen it as well where there are people who have success, but it's not sustainable. It's like they're the one-hit wonders. You may see a football team that has an unbelievable season, but then you don't hear from them again for another 12 years. <laughs> or you, you, you have the individual who had that hit record, and they – they disappear after that. So what I wanted us to do to, tonight or today is talk about how do you sustain success? How you keep it going? What are some of the key characteristics or skill sets that can be developed that can help our audience get all the things and the success that they want in life and more? It's amazing you say that, uh, Ty. Uh, one thing hit me when you said that about sustainable success. Uh, you will never be more successful than your character. Many of those uh, flash in the pans, those people that flame out, eventually their character flaw eventually broke them down or revealed them. To be successful on a consistent level, uh, there's a certain psychology behind it. And I wanted to break it down because the one thing I want everyone to understand about it is it's not a gift. It's not that you're special. It's that you've made up your mind to have a consistent train of thought. Uh, I study athletes. I study successful people. And the one consistent thing that I see is the word discipline. Uh, they, they follow certain patterns. There's people who follow Warren Buffett, and they call him uh, his disciples, where they come and they come to uh, Omaha to see exactly what Warren Buffett does. They follow him. They track him. There's a method. There's a pattern. So what got me excited about the psychology I call it the psyche of success. What got me excited was when I thought about it, uh, psychology means the science that deals with the process, the mental process. Then I looked at process, and the word broke down to uh, steps or patterns to accomplish something. So then I said, okay, wait a second. I see steps. I see patterns. So therefore, if I follow certain steps, certain patterns, I can develop this psyche. Key thing here is, I have to focus on these things and then be habit-driven, behavior-driven to attain it. There was a funny thing when I was in business with my business partner. The one thing we'd always talk about is how can we develop predictable and duplicatable income? The All holy right. grail of every business is duplicatable and predictable income. Because if you can get to the place 
where you can predict your numbers and you can duplicate them, you found it. And we say, man, if we can just find that spot, every business in America is trying to find that spot. You know, Ty, I was listening to Donald Trump, and they interviewed him, and they asked this one question, Donald. They said, if you had one option to have more money or more time, what would be your choice? He pondered, and then he said, I would want more time. And they said, why did you say more time? He said, because I figured out money. I figured out the process of money. I figured out the psyche of it. I figured out the pattern. Here's the thing I want all your audience to understand this. What Donald was really breaking down was money cannot buy time. But if I have time, I can buy the money. The key aspect of it was Donald Trump's psyche. He says, you can take it all away from me and I'll get it back again. That is the core ingredient of success. Success is not about how many times you've won. Success is all about how many times you fell down and got back up. What separates the winners and losers are those who are willing to get up off of the mat after life has knocked them down, after they failed, they flunked, and they got back up. As you know, Ty, I'm a man that speaks from foreclosure, bankruptcy, repo, death of my mother, death of my father, all these challenges. And what I realize, it's not what happens to you, but how you respond to it. That's right. That's exactly exactly right. And, you know, you just made me think about the quote from Michael Jordan uh, that he did a while ago. And I just love he said, I've missed more than 9000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. Twenty six times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life and that's why I succeed because the key is as you just said this there are things that's going to happen and many of them aren't predictable we have no control over but how do you respond to them what do you do uh when trouble comes your way do you wallow around in it and or do you learn from it and keep it moving well it's so key uh successful people respond correctly and consistently, unsuccessful people respond in the wrong manner. You can gauge your ability to succeed when adversity hits. I was studying about uh, the military on military ships, and they said when they're in the middle of a battle, everyone gets calm. Why? Because in the midst of the storm, you have to have a certain mentality of clear-minded thinking. As we know, you love golf, and I love watching golf because I don't play well. But what <laughs> I do know is, I heard Tiger Woods made a statement, and it stuck with me before we uh, finish this segment. You know what he said? They asked Tiger, they said, Tiger, what do you do when you hit a bad shot? And he made a simple statement, you play the shot you got. <laughs> it makes no sense talking about how we got here. All you can do is play the shot you got. Some of your audience right now, the business may be good, the business may be bad. They may have ups, downs, challenges. But all you can do is play the shot you got. Play
lay the hand you're working with. Because I believe it doesn't matter what city they're in, there's somebody making it happen in that city. So you play the shot you got. And we are responsible for our response. You cannot control what happens to you, but we are responsible for our response. As Mike Tyson said, (laughs) everyone has a plan until I hit them. (laughs) And it's right, but true. Everyone has a plan until they're hit. And one thing we realize, as long as we live here on earth, you will be hit by different things. And you have to have the proper psyche, the proper mentality that this too shall pass. I'm going to get past this. And you, many times what successful people do, they look back into their past, their past victories, and it draws strength. Because as I know with your history, Ty, you went through a rough upbringing. And yes. every time you thought that there was a difficult challenge, you look back and you saw how you got through it. And what happens when you see yourself get through past trials, it gives you the impetus. It gives you the motivation. It gives you the strength that, you know what, I got through that one. I can get through this one. Mindset. That's exactly right. And one of the things is you just said mindset, which is is key. And and I think with many of us, if we don't catch ourselves, we, we have the tendency to be lazy. And we're going to do what feels the most comfortable we're going to do what's easier so it's when things get difficult it's at that point we want to change careers we want to change cities we want to change jobs we want to change territories we may even want to change mates because it just seems like there's an easier way Um, but the problem does not lie with the job or the city or the company in most cases is us and it's our mindset which is what you just said it's 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 our mindset because we think the grass is going to be greener or either from our current vantage point it looks greener but when we get over there uh yeah it has some manure that we we couldn't see from ours our our vantage point currently so when we get back, I want us to continue to talk about this, this, this thing, this mindset. And I want you to give us some examples uh, of people who've been successful and how they accomplished it. You know, some takeaway points that we can actually apply. So we're going to go into our first break. It's time for our first break right now. And this is Ty Maynard. And you're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. My guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins. And we're going to continue to talk about, when we return... The Psychology of Sustainable Success. We'll talk to you on the other side of the break. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you feeling slammed and suckered in today's stock market? If so, then you need to tune in to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Jordan Kimmel will train you in what you can do to beat up the big boys on Wall Street, as well as share his secrets to success so that you can buy and sell like a profit-pumping pro. Grab the bull market by the horns and listen to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line of business talk, Voice America Business. Are you an entrepreneur that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful 
that adds more value to more people in more ways? Listen for Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. These people are making a difference and will help give you the motivation and insight to achieve more. Be More, Achieve More can be heard live Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you looking for innovative ideas on how to achieve your financial dreams? Tune in to Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Join certified financial planners Ken Smith and Ethan Broga to learn how you can obtain financial success. You'll be entertained while you discover techniques to alleviate your financial concerns. Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynor or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Jomo Cousins, and we're talking about the psychology of sustainable success, success that can be repeated over and over again. It can be tracked. It can be measured. You can determine beforehand that it's going to happen. And Jomo, before the break, we were talking about several aspects. We were talking about the definition. We were talking about the mindset that you have to have in order to be successful consistently. You kind of share with us the thought process behind uh, Donald Trump. You know, he said, hey, I have a process. I know how to make money now, so I would rather have more time than more money. So, and I've I've watched you over the past four and a half years start from nothing to build one of the fastest growing churches in the Tampa Bay area. I remember when you first started, no one wanted to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> you know, other ministers, you were too small. And now you have people calling you wanting to find out, what you're doing, but I know it's your mindset because I, you know, I, I invest a lot of time. We spend a lot of time together on the personal note as well. It's your mindset. You refuse to be denied. Uh, you're relentless. You're a visionary. So I want us to talk about for this next segment what you've noted with other people who are successful. What's their mindset? What what makes them tick? What's their process? Well, you know, when you think about that. Uh the one thing I realize is they're relentless. They're hunters, not farmers. They're aggressive. Um, I remember when, when I was starting in, 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 in ministry, I was doing things other people weren't willing to do. Right. The psyche is, if I can do what people hate to do, I will be successful. Because the one thing I realize is there's certain things people don't like to do. Successful people master the things that other people don't like. For example, 
every great sales organization, you have to prospect. Every salesperson I know hates to prospect, but the ones who are successful with courteous determination have mastered the mindset that this is what I have to do. I have to be a hunter. I cannot wait uh, for my for uh, the things that I need uh, for my bills to be paid. I have to be aggressive. So the key mindset I've realized that separates people is that I have my mindset said that this is what I have to do, and this is the challenge or obstacle. Guess what? When I was in the NFL. There were days I did not want to practice. Let's be honest, most of the time. But then I realized that if I did not practice, if I did not do the things required of me, I would not be successful. So here's the mindset. I have to build in my mind that there's more pain in not doing it than the pain of doing it. What do you mean? If there's the pain of not doing it, the pain of not providing for your family, the pain of not t- being able to send your child to college, the pain of not having enough retirement, the pain of your joints hurting, the pain of your bones, what do you mean? The pain of not doing. See, there's a pain of exercising. There's a pain of stretching. There's a pain of prospecting. Yes, it sucks some days, but I've made up in my mind not being able to provide for my family sucks worse. So now you right. make a decision. Which one do you want? The pain of doing the work to provide or the pain of not providing because you didn't want to do the work? You just made an awesome point because one of the things I've also noticed and studied, and even in my life, uh, successful people are comfortable with delayed gratification. Boy, you spoke it there. Now you, that's, oh boy. That's, you know, yeah. Oh, that's, we, it, that's it. Oh, the, my God, the, that's it. The most successful people understand that I'm going to have to go through this short-term pain, which seems very long-term. <laughs> okay, when you're in the pain, it seems tough, it seems unbearable. But most successful people understand in order to get ultimately what I want, I'm going to have to go through the short-term pain to get the long-term gain. Well, I think it goes back to counting the cost. Yes. Uh, the successful person has already analyzed it. You know, uh, we talk all the time in reference to choices, decisions, and consequences. I call it CDC, choices, decisions, consequences. And I focus on the consequences. Successful <laughs> people focus on the consequences. So when I make a business decision, I said, okay, what are the consequences of this decision? So as I think about it, the successful people, uh, they see it before everyone else does. Uh, Henry Ford thought about the car. Yes, there were horses, but he saw something others didn't see. Oprah Winfrey said she wanted to be the most successful woman on TV, and Donahue was a thing, and they thought that she might have been crazy, but guess what? what? She was not crazy. Uh, the, the guys from Facebook, uh, Twitter, just recently, billion-dollar company, they saw something others didn't see. Successful people have a vision, and they see what others do not see. So to your audience, there are some ideas. There are some things that you see. 
And I'm telling you, you tell your friends, they don't see it. Guess what? You might have tripped over your blessing. You might have tripped over the idea that you have that may get you to the next level. And many times we get frustrated trying to explain to people what we see. No, if you see it and no one else sees it, that might be your wealthy place. Successful people have a different mindset and different vision. They see differently than those who are not successful. And and that's an excellent point. As you know, I was in uh, Iowa last week. I was doing a a week-long training session. And one of the first things I challenged my my students to do was I said, my goal this week is to get you comfortable seeing what's not obvious to everyone else, but it's under everyone's nose. And I, and I think that's what you're talking about. Uh, a lot of things we'll see everybody else could do it also. Correct. And because they didn't think of it or they can't see it, they don't see the value. But if you see it, then go for it. And also, would you agree that the most successful people, I mean, they're willing to take risk? Well, here's the other thing, man. When I thought about that, how many times I have failed. And I was listening to Joe Madden this week. He's the, the manager for the, the Tampa Bay Rays. And after the game was a bad loss. And uh, they said uh, tonight, Joe said that he's going to take 31 minutes and forget it. When the, the team loses, he says, I, I, I'm down for 30 minutes, and then I get back to the next game. We're a great team. He says, this, tonight I'll do 31 minutes. And what he was saying is that the switch to success is quick. You failed, you lost, but we're a great team. He never changed what he said. Here's the challenge. Successful people keep their mind right, and if you keep your mind right, you keep your mouth right. That's right. That's right. Even though it doesn't look good, I'm going to say we're a great team. We're going in the right direction because it's so key that the mindset. I mean, if you if you heard Donald Trump speak, you'd think he's the richest man in the world. He's not. But boy, he sure sounds like it. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of things happen just because he's such a self promoter. He's right into existence. And right. you think it was that, but no, what people want to be attached to him. It's a, well, it's a you, magnet. So because it's a positive, we're going to do it. We're going to make it. We're going to build it. And that's the mindset you have to have. Has he failed? Numerous times. But we don't talk about when they fail. We talk about when they win. A great thing I learned when studying businesses. When you lose, everyone asks why. No one asks when you win, how? <laughs> right, because right, when you fail, right. we're trying to find out how we failed. The bottom line is that the mindset is, okay, this is a setback, but we're going to win. Right. Since we lost this battle, we didn't lose the war. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. You know, the one thing I realize, before anyone else will invest in you, you have to invest in yourself. You have to believe in you. You have to be sold out on you. And what I mean by that, not in pride, not in arrogance, but you have to believe that on the inside of you, you have everything it takes to make it happen. Why? Because there's so many negative people who are going to tell you you can't do it, that you have to have a certain resolve, a 
uh, intentional fortitude that, you know what, we can do it. I can do it. Why? Because people are buying you. People buy you before they buy what you say. That's true. That's true. And we got to get ready for another break in just a moment or so. But you've said such a mouthful. And one of the things you were talking about was the mindset of, of Madden, who said, you know, he has 31 minutes to get past what happened. Uh, if you're trying to accomplish anything great, there are going to be obstacles. There's going to be challenges, but that's part of your journey to to success. And I had a, a student in my class two weeks ago here in Tampa. She was telling the story about how she lost an opportunity, and I hope I get it right. I'm going to try to get it close, if not completely right. But she had an opportunity, a project that she had been working on for 12 to 15 months. I think that's safe. 12 to 15 months. A big project. And she found out that she lost it. And on her way back to her office, she was with one of her managers, and she just started crying. And he looked at her and said, you have 15 minutes to get it all out. And then after that, forget about it. Let's move forward. And she said that was the best thing he could have ever done for her, giving her a short time frame to process it, get past it, and then keep it moving. Because left to her own devices, she would have, she would have wallowed around in it for days, weeks, and who knows, even months. But we're going to continue to talk about this because, uh, Jomo, once someone has tasted uh, what, the, what we consider a tremendous failure, we have a tendency to come, become fearful of, of trying again. So when we come back, let's, let's talk about fear uh, and the role it plays in hindering us from being all that we can be and having that sustainable success. So it's time for us to take another short break. This is Ty Maynard, and you're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. My guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins, and we will talk to you again on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. What are the reasons that over three-quarters of small businesses fail within three years? Why do 70% of U.S. women-owned businesses make less than $50,000 a year? What causes mid-sized companies to stagnate? Although today many fundamentals of business remain the same, there are critical current changes that are not being acknowledged, and the result is costly. Tune in to Moving Forward with host Jen Sabin. We'll discuss the core reasons and plans of action to keep your business moving forward. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Tune in for What About Wealth every week to learn the vital answers to your questions about creating wealth, investing it, donating it, and protecting it. Your hosts are Rich Bloomfield and Rick Durfee, who explain the principles that govern wealth in terms you can understand. Building and preserving positive wealth requires correct action, but few people know how wealth really works. Listen every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and find the answers you need about wealth. 
We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Time Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T Y E at T Y E M A N E R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Jomo Cousins. And Jomo is talking with me today about the psychology of sustainable success. And Jomo, we were talking earlier about, you know, the fact that sometimes when we aren't successful, it hurts so bad that we just don't want to feel that pain anymore. Uh, we also, uh, we read a book together last year called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And it's a book really about life. And in this book, he talked about, I guess he had an interview with the devil, supposedly. Uh, and, and the devil was talking about how he captured people, how he kept people from being their best. And he said his greatest tool was fear. And he said the most successful people understand that fear is a part of the, I guess, the, uh, the ingredients of success. And he said, but if he could get someone to fail two or three times, that failure hurt so bad for that individual, they would rather just participate in poverty than risk failure again. And at that point, he had them. So let's talk about failure uh, and, and the fear of failure, really more so than failure, but that fear that can come on people that can keep them paralyzed. It's amazing that... Uh we speak about this because in the midst of everything that you do, our fear is amongst you. Now, the challenge is how do I manage it? Um, we all get it. We all go through it. But how do we manage it? And I realize uh, I have failed many times. But what I realize uh, with the fear of failure that if I'm going to do anything great, there's going to be steps of failure along the way in which I'm going to make. And I realized, and I thought about it as an athlete. I was a defensive end uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. And if you're a great defensive end in the NFL, uh, you have one sack a game. That means when you, you know, tackle the quarterback behind the line of scrimmage. One sack a game. But on defense, you'd have on average between 75 and 80 plays. So for those 75 or 80 plays, I would have to give maximum effort. And if I just got the quarterback one out of 80, I had a great game. Now, guess what? Those odds are not too good. But 79 out of 80 times, I failed. 
and I got overjoyed, shook my booty, had one dance, <laughs> one play. And my premise is, it was the mindset. We knew our numbers. So what I realized, if you can get a proper understanding of how many businesses fail, how many sale calls don't go through, and if you get a proper perspective on failure, before you know it, you can manage it. And what I've learned from my life on a personal level, when I was 10 years old, my mother got in a bad car accident. We were all in the car. And from that day, my mother never drove again on a highway. So for the rest of her life, she was paralyzed with fear. Mm -hmm. She could never do what God had called her to do. And what I realized in our lives, certain traumatic experiences happen. And that experience has limited to you. And what I always remember when it, it hits me, faith is unlimited and fear is a limiter. Whenever fear pops in, it will limit you. When people are afraid of heights, they back away from the edge. Fear is a limiter. Faith is unlimited. So anytime you feel limited, you know fear has creeped into your psyche. Anytime you feel like you can't do it, you know that fear has infected you. So whenever that happens, I have to check myself and say, wait a second. Uh, I can do it. I can make it. Because fear will creep in and it will limit you. Anytime fear creeps in, it limits your abilities. And that's why that book from Napoleon Hill, Outwitting the Devil, was so key. Because many people, when you ask them, why didn't you start the business? Why didn't you stretch out? And they would always say, because I didn't have enough money. Because I wasn't sure how it was going to work out. Because, guess what? Fear, fear, fear. I know yep. when I started this ministry, I had no help, no money, and I just said, you know what, we're going to do it. And that's the thing, the boldness. Successful people have a boldness that they can make it. Yes, the possibility of fear is there, but even when I think about great running backs, to be a great running back, a great running back, five yards is a good running back, and they fall down, and they get back up. They fall down and get back up. As football season begins, just watch the football game and realize that these people get tackled, they get back up, and they run back to the huddle. What am I saying? You need to have a huddle of people that you can run back to and say, great job. I know we lost some yards, but we can do it. What I've realized, successful people have great groups around them, masterminds. They have mentors. They have people they can iron sharpened iron people they can talk to that when fear creeps in they can talk to somebody because it's going to creep in with everybody but you have to have a huddle so my analogy to all of us you may be down you might have just got tackled run back to the huddle that's one of the awesome things ty i love about your show this is a huddle because uh, yes. there's people on the line right now who are discouraged down frustrated some are up some are down but this is a huddle to where we can get our brain fed, our mindset fed. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. I got to think about it. I got to focus on it. And depression, they say, comes from constantly thinking on negative things. Your psyche goes down because you're focusing on all the reasons why you can't do it. Well, I've made up my mind that I put a, a, a no vacancy sign on my brain. I can't put any fear in. No vacancy. Because I have to build it with faith. So it's an option. What am I going to fill my mind with? All the reasons why I can't do it or all the reasons I can do it? 
The space is available. The question is, what are you going to fill the space with? That's right. That's right. And last week I in my class, I had a, a young lady, very talented, and I'm expecting great things from her. And if she she's listening, she knows what I'm talking about because I told her that. But one of her concerns was, you know, she was 21 and she was not certain she would be taken seriously by executives because one of the things I teach, as you know, is to go to the highest possible level in an organization. Uh, but the thing is, she, her poise, her demeanor, uh, everything about her indicates maturity. And what I find with top executives, they don't care where a good idea comes from. And candidly, I learn a lot from my grandkids, <laughs> you know, uh, the, the, what I found is successful people listen to any and everybody. They are, we're always listening, seeking uh, good ideas, good insight. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. It's, you know, it's funny when you thought about the best ideas come from young people. Uh, my son, uh, Josiah, uh, there we, we went to this, uh, this park. And there was a zip line where you just jump and the zip line takes you. Now, he was, he was four years old when we went to this park. The zip line's probably 50 feet in the air. And I look up because my wife had him and I see my son on the zip line jumping. And I said, he's four. What's he doing up there? She said, he wanted to do it. What am I saying? There was no fear there. If I say, son, come run and jump in daddy's arms, he's not thinking about falling. He's thinking about flying. Even the eagles, the baby eaglets, the eagle has to push the eaglets out, and either they fall or they fly, but most will fly. So guess what? In it all, fear will be there. But what you have to do is use the fear to push you, to motivate you. Use it as a tool, because I've realized the fear of not succeeding has driven me to succeed. Mm-hmm. It's amazing when you hear successful people. Jerry Rice, I heard him not, not too long ago, the greatest receiver of all time, mentioned that I just didn't want to fail. Every year I thought I was going to get cut. You're not going to get cut. You're Jerry Rice. You'll never get cut. But the premise was the fear of failing forced him to be successful. So my premise is don't use the fear of failing as a reason not to succeed, use it as a, a tool, motivation, the impetus to push you forward. You, man, you say it a mouthful because I think we all have to get to that, what I call the moment of truth. Uh, my moment of truth came when I was 13 years old and was in a rough environment. And I knew then, as you said earlier, I was not going to raise my family in that type of environment. So failure was not an option. Uh, and I had no choice. And what you just said about fear is 90, uh, there was some research that was done. It said that 97% of the things that we worry about that we are fearful of never happen. Never happen. And the other 3% uh, that's going to happen, worrying about it is n- not going to change the outcome. And for the most part, audience that's listening, if you make a mistake, if you fall short, if something, if, if you fail at something, in most cases with what we do in sales, in business, you're not going to die. <laughs> you're not going to die. Failure does not equal death in selling, in running a business, 
in losing a business, it does not equal death. All we have to do, and I, I've said this before, I have four questions, and you, you're familiar with that, Jomo. What happened? <laughs> and, and what part, if any, did I have in it? What did I learn from it? And what will I do differently next time? And then you shake it off, and then you start moving again. And that's, I think, what I've noticed in you also. You try a lot of stuff, and your goal <laughs> is to make a difference. You try a lot of stuff, and you confess it. Hey, I tried it. It didn't work. So I'm going to do it this way now. And no one gets upset at you for for falling short. As a matter of fact, you make it feel like, hey, it's a safe environment to take risk. And I've talked long enough, Joma, it's time for us to take our final break. Joma, I tell everyone this is the fastest hour of the week, at least for me. So it's time for us to take another short break. This is Ty Maynard, and you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something on the Voice America Business Channel. And my guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins, and we'll talk to you on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network business owners do you run your business or does your business run you put yourself on the road to success by tuning in to success unchained with hosts anthony and julie mcgloin at last, discover how to overcome your biggest challenges, take control of your business, and achieve the results you've always dreamed of. Find out how with our resident master business coach and world-class guest experts. Transform the nine key areas of your business and unchain your true potential. Tune in Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at tymaynardgroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R group.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Jomo Cousins, and we're talking about the psychology of sustainable success. We're not talking about being a flash in the pan, having that one good month in sales or the one good quarter. 
we're talking about what does it take to have consistent, predictable, ongoing success in sales, in business, and in life. And Jomo, I mean, we all love sports and we love the accomplishments of sports people probably more than we do uh, business people. Uh, because right. we don't we don't get a chance to watch a person per se run their business, but we get to watch these athletes perform their feats on the field and or, or whatever field of endeavor. So, what are some commonalities or similarities you've seen between successful athletes and successful salespeople or business people? Again, it's a funny thing. The same word: consistency, consistency, discipline, and repeated action. I was studying Usain Bolt, um, the world record holder in the 100 and 200. Just so happened, um, IMD, the Global Business School in Switzerland, brought Usain Bolt in to teach on business success because they found out the correlation between the mindset of a successful athlete and the mindset of a successful business leader. And the funny thing, the, the key aspect was, first, number one is belief system. Because if you study Usain Bolt, uh, the coaches wanted him to be a 400-meter runner because he was so tall. But he knew, confidence, what he would be best at. He said, the key thing is knowing yourself, self-confidence. And then he says, you know what, you got to train. What I realized, the easiest things to do are also the hardest. I'm going to say that again. The easiest mm-hmm. things to do are also the hardest. You have to not forget what got you there. Because he says, you know what, now that I'm successful and have the money, I still have to train. And what I realize at times, people get a little promotion, they get a little increase, they get uh, elevated levels. And before you know it, they stop doing what it took them to get there. Successful people do not get frustrated with the mundane activities of routine. So when I thought about that, you saying both, then I went further. And I looked at uh, Michael Phelps, the swimmer. Another great thing. They both failed first. I didn't even know that Usain Bolt was in the Olympics in 04, and he didn't get past the first round. Michael Phelps, that was his third Olympics. The first one, he didn't win what he thought he'd win. They all had something to provide the impetus, the motivation to do it. Last year with the Baltimore Ravens, Ray Lewis was injured. He came back and he made a statement, we're going to go to Super Bowl. And everyone said he was crazy. But he willed it mindset. And all of a sudden it became infectious. The rest of the Raven team believed they could win. And who knows, they win the Super Bowl. What would happen if your listeners could get this mindset, this psyche, it, it can change the whole organization, your business, your life. If you can just understand that, you know what, I'm a winner. I will win. This is my psyche. Things will happen, but I understand that I have it under control, and whatever setback is just temporary, and I get right back on the horse. So with it all, all these great athletes, all these successful business leaders, they had one thing in common. They could take a licking. Even I thought about, uh, if you study the president, President Obama, there was a council uh, seat he lost, and everyone thought he'd win. Guess what? If he would have let that situation, that loss, stop him, he wouldn't be the president. Every great leader, every great CEO had that defining moment when they had an option to lay down or to get up. And with 
everyone will have these trials, tribulations, situations that hit our lives. And we must make a decision to fight. Fight. Because as long as you have that fight, you will win. Okay. Now, see, I've, I've taken too many notes here. <laughs> uh, first of all, you talked about the majority of people who are extremely successful. They fail initially. And uh, I'm going to go back to Michael Jordan because right. he got cut in high school, right. if I remember right correctly. And, and as a result of that, he made a determination that that was not going to happen ever again in life. So he had to do some things differently to see that it didn't happen. And he practiced, I, I read that he practiced by the moonlight shooting. He practiced at night, so I guess he ultimately developed radar, Jomo, it seems, if you look at some of the, the, the video. But he did above and beyond what's expected of the normal person, the average person. And I was listening to Brian Tracy on his, his uh, audio book, The Psychology of Achievement, and he said the average person will work 40 hours in a week. And the first 40 hours of any week we work is to survive. He say any hours past 40 is towards true success. And I thought that was absolutely powerful. Absolutely powerful. You know, you say that I, 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 I have a statement. I say, you know, what do you do with your final eight? You sleep for eight, you work for eight. What determines your life is the final eight. You're going to okay. give, you know, your employee or your business your eight hours, your 40 hours a week, and you're going to sleep. But what you do with those final eight is a determining factor in where you live. <laughs> That's true. That is absolutely true. And I tell you, once again, the time has flown by. I, I have a great time. I'm glad the audience had a chance to just sit in on one of our conversations because this is kind of how we talk to each other on a regular basis. And you also, audience, you want to find people that you can be around who are going in the same direction. You don't have to be in the same field, but they have a mindset of being successful. Uh, they are determined. They have a strong will to do that. And I've said this before on the show, but one of our our friends, and he's also a writer and an author. He wrote a book, and in the book he said, who you network with will determine your net worth. So make sure you surround yourself with the right people. I'm sure uh, some of the, the people that you saw in, in sports, Jomo, they uh, basically associated with someone who may have been better than them or they were competing against on a regular basis. So that's what we're saying to the audience. We want you to have sustainable success, and it's possible if you just apply some of the things that we talked about before, and we just, we just basically hit the, the, the tip of the iceberg. So, Jomo, I want to have you come back so we can talk about this at another time. But in the, mean, in the meantime, can you tell the audience on how they can listen to you, how they can get in touch with you, how they can get involved with what you're doing? couple options. Um, you, can, you can get me through Facebook, just my name, uh, Jomo Cousins. Uh, the church website is uh, lfcc.tv. You can listen to messages at lfcc.tv or Facebook at uh, Jomo Cousins. You can like me and um, we can network, we can talk, send emails per se, but 
really simple to get in contact with me. Now, didn't you also tell me today that they can download your messages from iTunes? Yes, sir. That is a new feature. And uh, okay. our messages will be on iTunes uh, for those who are interested in more. Excellent, excellent. Hey, thanks again for being on the show, Joe Moore. It's a pleasure, and uh, you just provided additional tremendous insight again. And please tune in next week. As I always say, we're going to continue to bring you solid, awesome guests like Dr. Cousins uh, to help you in your quest to be the best. And, And our goal truly is to make a difference. And if we make a difference, that's all we have to focus on because the dollars follow, and that's in its own way. I want you to focus on making an impact, not just an impression. I want you to focus on helping, not hoarding, and watch what comes your way. And we want to do this with our clients. Help them grow their business, and they'll help you grow yours. So it's time for us to call it another show. I want you to listen in next week. By the way, check out some of the archives that we have also. You can get us on iTunes, uh, the podcast, and download us and have us where we just download automatically. If you don't have a copy of the book, Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something, which the show is titled after, make sure you get a copy of it. You definitely want to have that in your reference library. So in the meantime, thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you Again, this time next week. In the meantime, in the meantime, forget patience. Let's sell something. Talk to you soon. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something. <laughs>